Shore Report. I'm Jessica Linthorne. And I'm Jay Posner. So we are joined with Councillor Rich. John Rich, thanks for coming in today to talk to the Shore Report. Well, thank you very much for having me. It's great. Before we started recording, you made mention that you have done a little bit of radio stuff before, which I don't know about you, Jay, but I instantly feel a little bit intimidated. My hands are clammy. No, I was a little clammy when I started doing the radio broadcast initially, but um, we used to do a program called Focus on the Feds every Thursday with uh, Blackburn Radio and Brian Allen. And it was a lot of fun. It was an opportunity to talk federal politics and see what we could do to um, hash out the the big issues of the day, I think, uh, was our, our tagline. Do you think you'll get back into that? Oh, I don't know. It depends if uh, if Blackburn. I think that talk radio right now has um, moved over to things like this and podcasts. So yeah. maybe maybe I'll try something like that in the future. It depends if there's a real interest in municipal politics around Soggy oh, Shores. Of course there is. At least Jay and I would agree to that. And, and you know, we, we're having a lot of fun doing the short report. Um, for a lot of reasons. We get to communicate our direct message to the public, to anybody that will listen to us. Um, and, but we get to have a lot of fun while we're doing it. And... Yeah. We get to bring people like you onto the show. so And we get to talk about chickens. And yes. I think that chickens are probably uh, one of the more fun and exciting uh, bylaws that we can bring into this town and an opportunity to give people a chance to have their own food sustainability, um, a, a chance to do something that they want to do. I was approached by a number of members of the community that were interested in being able to raise chickens in their backyard as as is being done in numerous other municipalities around the province. Their goal was to give their kids an opportunity to be educated in what farm life was as opposed to having to move out to the country. They could do that in an urban setting, be able to know where their food came from, reduce the amount of insects and pests that were in their backyard. And I think that to some people, certainly people from or newer Canadians, um, they, they're familiar with having chickens in their yards and in their environments, and, and they want their kids exposed to that sort of farm life. So you mentioned this is in other communities in Ontario, and I think back to when I first started with the town, I never thought we'd be talking about a chicken bylaw for urban areas, but about how long uh, has this been going on? Are there communities doing this regularly and how long have they been doing this? As far as I know, the last five years has seen a real change. I think that there's a movement certainly around the province to be greener and to stop bigger farm organizations. Um, for some people, I think that that's, that's an important factor. And the first thing that we need to say is that there's no way that this is going to in any way impact egg sellers in the region. This is going to be a, a very small bylaw that will allow a handful of houses to be able to raise their own chickens in the backyard. And that leads to the, the sort of what was discussed at council recently, that the the consideration of the chicken bylaw will be a will be just a test. We're going to look at this for a period of time, and if it works in the community, then we can look at it more closely or for the long term. I, I think that's a great way to go about it. So with 1,000 square meters being the minimum lot size, that reduces the amount of people that would be able to um, participate in this program down to about 33% of the population. And 
there's lots of stipulations about noise, there's stipulations about roosters, there's stipulations about the proper chicken hut or uh, chicken coop to have on site. So I think that we've taken the public's views into consideration and we've created a program that's relatively safe at this point to go through the trial period and see if there is a lot of uptake and if there's interest in pursuing a, a larger program in the future. I think that the only concern that I would have about the, the lot size is the fact that because it's such a large lot size, it may restrict people of lower socioeconomic brackets from being able to participate in the program. But that's something we can look at at the end of the two-year trial. I think that one of the things that um, a lot of uh, the people that, that are interested in doing this, they talk about food security, food sovereignty, and how it is um, great, for, great for their kids. I think the community is going to accept it very well, and one of the reasons that I think that they will is because it's largely rural-based. So the majority of the people that are around this community are very familiar with farms, are familiar with farm smells, they're familiar with farm animals. This is not going to be a huge step outside of the box for them. And the other thing is that we do get wildlife in this community. We get um, coyotes and um, animals that come through or, or larger birds that migrate through the area. Something like a chicken certainly is not so much larger and more obtuse than a Canada goose, for example, mm -hmm. which anyone can have on their yard at any time. And if there are any issues with noise, noise complaints, I think that we have just as many issues with dogs and other pets that would be far more of a nuisance to, to a neighbor than, than someone having three or four chickens on their backyard. Part of what we uh, really push for in the Shore Report is this, you know, uh, this communication tool as, as transparency and the opportunity for the community to hear what we're saying but certainly provide feedback. So our commitment through the Shore Report is to attach these documents that we have in front of us, you know, the, your motion for this, the staff report, recommendations. Um, is there a way that people can get directly in touch with you to talk a little bit more about this? 100%. I have a Facebook page that has my phone number on it. I'm happy to give my phone number out. My phone number is 519-386-9935. When I was elected in this community, I wanted to be accountable to the people that did elect me, and I wanted to make sure that I brought their views forward. That's one of the reasons I brought this bylaw forward, because people of the community had contacted me. They wanted a program like this, and I'm bringing their views forward to council and hopefully helping them to create the kind of community that they want to live in. As well, anyone can contact me at J-R-I-C-H, J-Rich, at SoggingShores.ca. I answer all emails, and I do my very best to be accountable and, and speak to people about the issues that are important to them. That's great. So we've got good movement here. So there has been staff recommendations and there's been some, some discussion at Council. Um, either Jay or Councillor Rich, could you guys talk next steps? Where is this going next? Well, we're, gonna, we're looking for input at this stage from uh, the community broadly. So this is the one tool. We keep emphasizing that. Um, but there's uh, all the ways that uh, Councillor Rich mentioned. We're going to bring it back to um, a future Council session. Nothing scheduled. But when we have a draft bylaw, uh, there'll be a, another opportunity to look more closely at the details. You'll see the report is more point form suggested of, of the provisions of a bylaw, but then you'll be able to see how it gets implemented. So the process after that would be council looks at that bylaw and then makes a decision and 
I'm assuming, Councillor Rich, you, uh, you'll be in favor of some implementation. Absolutely, and I'm uh, campaigning the program uh, to my other councillors at this point. I'm trying to encourage them to get on board. As I said, or as we've talked about before, it is a trial period, and because of that, I think there's not really a lot of risk going forward. We'd be able to get feedback after a couple of years and see exactly where the program is and decide whether we want to axe it or if we want to move forward. Um, I think that right now we're looking for any community feedback, and I'm hopeful that the bylaw will be written up and approved in time for spring so that people can get some chickens on their yards this summer and try and start raising their own eggs. Very good. That's great. Well, thanks for coming in today. We really appreciate it. Is there anything else that you want to, to add about your, your chickens? Nope. But what, about, no, but what about... I'm going to do did, the chicken dance. What about the what chicken mean? dance? That's what I mean. Did you like that introduction? I did. I thought it was wonderful. I thought okay, that, well, uh, the chicken dance is perfect. <laughs> thanks very much, Councillor Rich, for coming in. We appreciate you taking the time to talk. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. That's great. Hey, that was our first elected official on the Shore Report. Uh, it was. Yeah. That's great. Was, that, that seems to work. Yeah, that's exciting. Well, and I think that... So hearing from Councillor Rich about how this subject landed at Council and, and the backstory on that, that was really interesting. Um, so what's next? But now we need to talk to the people that are implementing it. So we invited Bart Toby, Manager of Development Services here at the town, to chat with us. And we might as well just jump into that interview now. Great. Welcoming Bart Toby, our Manager of Development Services with the Town of Sogging Shores. Welcome to the Shore Report, Bart. Oh, thank you guys. We are here to speak about the urban chicken. Urban chicken? <laughs> yes, the urban is this chicken. An urban myth of chickens? Or no, what is it? <laughs> no, this is opposed to the rural chicken okay. who lives on a farm or much outside the urban areas. But this is a, a chicken bylaw that deals with urban chickens. So we're talking about doing a two year pilot program that uh, invites these chickens into our urban domain and uh, so we're looking for a little bit of feedback to see where we can get the chicken to so start. inviting inviting the chickens to backyards not just our kitchen tables exactly so this isn't a isn't really you know it's not a new uh, concept I know in other municipalities um, this is this is happening is well, that correct absolutely this has been going on you know for some time in Guelph and I know Kitchener has a bylaw in regards to this and many many other urban areas have you know chicken bylaws that you know talk about you know the limit the number of chickens people have and you know the distances that deal with you know odor and noise and all those type of things we're we're, we're councils considering the, a bylaw that would permit these uh, chickens in urban areas uh we're also looking at other items too uh like to make sure that the nuisances that chickens have they're noisy they're smelly what what other provisions are we looking at so some of the things we're looking at is you know we're we're talking about not having roosters we're talking about not having you know other types of fowl you know so we're strictly you know, no turkeys no no turkeys we're not sorry turkeys <laughs> maybe 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 two years from now thanksgiving you know, at thanksgiving yeah, thanksgiving you're all welcome at thanksgiving but for now we're we're good but you know talk about you know the coop maintenance and you know the construction standards to what coops look like you know uh, identifying who the owners are going to be so you know we don't get areas overpopulated with the chicken rodents and predator maintenance you know making sure that you know, all of a sudden we don't have rats and you know raccoons and you know foxes right. and right. lynxes all running through people's backyards to gobble up these wonderful chickens 
and this bylaw, we hope that, you know, we get some great feedback. And So you say feedback. What? How can people get a hold? How can people tell uh, you what they think about the bylaw, what they think should be included in the bylaw? Well, I think there's many ways of doing that. You know, part of that is that they can, you know, uh, talk to staff, you know, uh, Jay or myself, you know, um, you know, through either emails or phone messages. Um, they're welcome to come to council. We will have this on a future council agenda so they can come and, you know, speak at open forum, you know, and express their wants and wishes. Um, or, you know, even just write, you know, an open letter to us and we would be more than happy to listen to your thoughts and, you know, get input, you know, because this is, this is supposed to be an open. Yeah, absolutely. Open, transparent. That's what we're doing. And, uh, you know, certainly with the podcast, this is why we, we want to have this direct communication and we want to hear directly from people like you and other senior management as well as elected officials and to talk about these bylaw uh, provisions or what's coming to the table at council so that people have the opportunity to provide feedback. And I think we'll, we'll put... Bart's and mine and your contact information on the website, so Absolutely. it's all there anyway. Yeah, and actually the staff report um, that Bart had prepared, I pulled this up right before we came in to record, and what I can do as well is hyperlink that directly to the podcast. So look below the podcast for some attachments, and you can learn a little bit more about um, the proposal for urban chickens. And I think, and also before we started recording, we were talking, you know, urban chicken versus rural chicken. And Bart, can you just clarify for us where exactly this, what this means uh, geographically? So this means geographically within the, you know, the towns of Sogging Shore, or sorry, towns of Port Elgin and Southampton. You know, this doesn't mean in the rural areas. You know, this, this has no bearing on, you know, our local farmers who are already producing fabulous eggs and delivering them to our, our tables, you know. So, That's great. you know, this is just another avenue for, you know, people to, you know, be part of the process. Great. Good information. And certainly, um, as I mentioned earlier, we'll make sure we link all this stuff right up to the podcast. Uh, Bart, thanks so much for coming in. Oh, guys, thanks for having me. You know, I'm more, more than happy to talk about chickens. and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll have to uh, bring you back to the table to talk about some other stuff that you guys are up to. Okay, well, you know what? That wraps up the chicken conversation. Yeah, and did you notice at the beginning of this uh, episode there was a little difference? Could you tell? What do you mean? There was... Oh, the chicken dance. Yeah, yeah, I did notice. That was awesome. I I noticed you bumped the needle right away. The chicken scratch. The chicken to the scratch. Chicken scratch. I thought, well, people can let us know at podcast at at soggingshores.ca if they want to hear more of the chicken dance or other uh, other songs that we should be playing. And you're welcome to dance along, I yeah. think is what Jay's trying yeah. to say. Yeah, so I want to hear those things. Don't <laughs> think we're not doing the chicken dance. Just kidding. Um, we are working hard as per usual, but we want to hear from you. We want to hear what you think about the Shore Report. So shoot us an email, podcast at soggingshores.ca. Leave us a comment on SoundCloud. And of course, follow us on iTunes. Mm-hmm.